Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host Lloyd Phillips. You may have heard you may have heard some background music there. That's because I forgot to mute my phone, and it's okay. We have a lot to talk about today, but before we do, a word from our sponsors. Today's show sponsors are Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at boxingbear.com. It's an independent art studio established in 2011, and they have all your art needs. So, if you really love alternative art prints, I would go check out Boxing Bear Print Company at BoxingBear.com. BoxingBear.com. Get to them now.com. And the next sponsor is the Cookie Barn Waco.com. They're actually called the Cookie Barn, but that's where you can reach them at thecookiebarnwaco.com. They're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or for any occasion. Just enjoy them yourself. Uh, they also specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know that you're thinking about them and that you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase... You'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization that helps foster and adoptive families. So every portion, uh, a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another. e1a.org. Thecookiebarnwaco.com. So we're back. Okay, listen. Um, I, I usually make this podcast a little earlier in the day, but I did not at this time for one reason. And that's because it is Super Bowl Sunday. Was I'm sorry, it's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. It was Super Bowl Sunday yesterday. So I waited uh, for the game to end so I could include this part. And it turns out, uh, if you're watching on the YouTube version, you see the hat. If you are not on the YouTube version, I'm wearing Buccaneers gear. I'm doing it for a reason. I'm wearing Buccaneers gear for a reason. Uh, I'm going to go very small town minded for a lot of people. I'm from this town called Locust Grove. I've said it a couple times. I usually, I usually try to make it uh, broad, uh, but that's where I'm from. Little town in Oklahoma, but our mascot was the Pirates. So when I moved back here, however long ago, from Cleveland, Ohio, I decided that... Um, I would not buy my small town mascot stuff and wear it because I've 
I'm far removed from uh, the hometown where I grew up. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I'm going to buy the major, the NFL team that closely, closely resembles um, the same mascot. So I started buying Tampa Bay Buccaneers gear, and that's what I wore. And then, uh, you know, one of my best friend's kids, he, he played, and uh, I would go watch his game, and I would wear Buccaneers gear. And a lot of times before anybody ever um, noticed that it said NFL on the sleeve or the hat, they would say, where'd you get that? Because it looked cool, and it was the same logo. Anyway, fast forward. I've kept it up so long, and I've talked about where I'm from so long, that I can't go backwards because I've talked up my tiny town all over the country for so long. You can't go backwards. You can't. You got to keep repping it no matter where you live. And it doesn't matter what you hold in that community because I'm, I'm currently, I'm the announcer for the hometown, uh, for, for the school district that I live in, not my hometown, but I'm their announcer. Well, you know, I don't wear their gear, so I wear NFL gear resembles where I'm from. Fast forward, somehow that little uh, hometown, their logo that mirrors um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay picks up Tom Brady. Tom Brady's their guy. He's their guy. I mean, they bring him in, and then they bring in several other uh, superstars from around the league. Some people didn't want, and then they assembled this team, and, uh, you know, they're unbelievable. So um, for anybody that actually listens to this podcast, in any depth, you know, Tampa Bay is not my favorite team. We all know that. It's Buffalo Bills. But the Chiefs beat Buffalo Bills. And then the team that makes it to the Super Bowl is the team I just told you all the other stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the Luxgro Pirates, tell your friends. And uh, that's the gear I got on. So, of course, I'm going for them. And I go to watch the Super Bowl at this individual's house. There's uh, several people there. And to be honest, um, I don't know. I didn't count the people. Out of 25 people, there literally is one Tampa Bay fan. That's me. Maybe two. One, but one for real one. Uh, that's it. And uh, and we won, and we were excited. So I purposely did not start the podcast earlier today because it's Super Bowl Sunday. I figure I would talk about it. That's the thing. Tom Brady. Whether you like it or not, I mean, look, I'm just telling you. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. Everybody knows it. Just listen to the podcast. And anybody that knows me personally, you know who I'm a fan of. I've hated Tom Brady. I don't know how many years he's been in the league. I don't know. Let's just go 20. I've hated Tom Brady for 18, 19 years. Hated him. Hope he lost every game. But somewhere in there, somewhere in there, this is how it happens. Somewhere in there, maybe the last Super Bowl he was in, I started to be a fan because um, I think Joe. I, I'm, I'm this is I'm spinning it off. I don't have it in front of me. I'm I'm winging it. I think Joe Montana won five Super Bowls. I think he did. Uh, and then Tom Brady won six. And back then I was not going for Tom Brady. Or was I? I wasn't going for. I was not going for Tom Brady when he won his fifth Super Bowl. But then once he. Uh, Tied Joe Montana and then all these passing records because he's been around so long. At some point, you just have to say whether you like it or not. I mean, I, I, I guess I guess he's the greatest player ever, I guess, which, which hurts my feelings as a Bills fan to say it. And so then yeah, you fast forward to this year, and I've already been rooting for him because of his career. 
And uh, that's it. I'm going for them. But the reason I do that, I'm just telling you. And and a lot of people that listen to the show maybe not, are not sports fans, but I'm just saying in general, the reason that I like them is because I'm witnessing history. You're witnessing history in your life. So why wouldn't you go for this guy who who will go down at this point as the greatest player of all time? Why wouldn't you go for him? Because in your lifetime, you literally witnessed history. That's the only reason I'm going for him. I don't even like him or didn't historically. Historically, I didn't like him, but now he's 43. He just won a Super Bowl, and I be, and I believe he was the Super Bowl MVP. Look, listen. If you didn't like him before now, then you're crazy. If you hate him still, it's unbelievable. I would imagine Bills fans that hated him for this amount of time. I mean, 90 percent of his career, they're probably rooting for him now. I just don't know how they're not. Anyway, sports talk. Sorry, that's what was on my head because it happened tonight. And so, like, I completely waited um, just for this. I waited for this moment. You know, speaking previous to this moment, um, and and it's not the Super Bowl, not at that level, I announced a high school basketball game the other day which is kind of irrelevant to the story, but I'm just saying this is what happened. We left the game. The game was over. Hometown won, by the way. It was great. And um, driving home, my daughter has one of her friends. And driving home, they're speaking about Valentine's. By the way, Valentine's Day is coming up, for those of you that don't know. Uh, Valentine's Day. And I remember when I was a kid that you would buy all these Valentines at the store and then you'd write people's names on it and you'd give it to them. But I do not remember at this particular moment, I do not remember how I differentiated between the person that I should give to them because they were just in my class, the person I should give to them because I liked them, like as a girlfriend. I, I don't remember the difference. Uh, if I had a girlfriend at that time, I'm sure I got them a bigger piece of chocolate, or I bought them um, a fake necklace that probably cost 97 cents to make that I paid $14 for, or mom and dad. Yeah, I was a kid. Either way, those were childhoods. I remember, like, giving the whole class those things. Everybody in the class got it. I don't know how it works now, but due to coronavirus, I know this. Uh, for anybody that is going to give uh, Valentines to their classmates, the valent listen listen to this the valentines themselves the bags the candy the cards they have to sit in quarantine a certain amount of days and l- let me look cuz i don't know let me just check the date right now whatever the date is i should know podcast comes out so on the 8th today is the 8th and uh, you had to get them a week in advance so they sit in quarantine a, a week before you give them out uh, because uh, today's the 8th, but they had to do it on Friday, which would have made it the 6th. So extend that you know, quarantine days, whatever. So they've sat in a room long enough. They don't have the virus on them. So anyway, fast forward. That day is a special Valentine's Day. The other day, my daughter from the game, which I just said, driving home, one of her friends, and my daughter found out that her 
I don't know, man. She's eight. I don't know if you call, a, call him a boyfriend. I don't know what you call him. Uh, a little kid who likes my daughter. He's going to ask her to be his valentine. Now, this is like really nerdy talk. I'm, I'm really taking this conversation back to like elementary school. And I know anybody listening is like, yeah, I remember. I love that girl or whatever you thought you did back then. And so this guy's going to ask my daughter to be the valentine. And she wasn't supposed to know, but her friend told her. So then she's like, he's going to ask me to be his Valentine, which, by the way, she already knew because they get each other birthday gifts, Christmas gifts, or vice versa, something like that. It's not like it's, it's a big deal. This is little kid drama, right? Uh, eight-year-old, eight-year-old drama. And so she's like, yeah. And then her friend said, last year, some boy got me a Valentine and I ripped it up and I tore it up and I threw it away and I even cut it up before I threw it away. And my daughter's like, well, did you do that in front of him? And she's like, no, I did it at home. He still thinks I haven't, but I hated it and I threw it away. I don't like boys is what she said, you know, which is little girl stuff. And so then, then my daughter said, and we're not going to talk about the friend that's her best friend, but we're going to talk about it. But, But my daughter said, Last year, my friend got a Valentine, and her and and this guy gave her some chocolate. This kid, he's eight, not a guy, uh, and he gave her some chocolate. And she said she opened the Valentine and ate the chocolate, and the chocolate tastes like poop. And what's weird about that is that I don't know how she knows what poop tastes like, but she said it tastes like poop, and she threw it away. Now that when she told me out loud, when she when she when she told me that story. Uh, they're little kids, and I tried not to laugh out loud because I didn't want them both to, like, gang up on the person who, uh, oh, wow, that's crazy talk. That's uh, the, the cricket's accidental accidental button push. Uh, but I didn't want to make fun of the person so much to where they turned around and made, maybe made fun of her at school uh, from knowing what poop tastes like, which is, which is actually a weird thing to know what it actually tastes like. I, you know, I'm 41. And, you know, this is not a derogatory show. I don't want to make it such. I'm just saying, I, I, at 41, I don't know what poop tastes like. And so my daughter, my, but my daughter brought it up out loud. But I didn't want to laugh out loud because I didn't want her to turn around and, like, make fun of her friend. So I held it in internally. So I decided to wait for the podcast to bring it up. Um, and, that, and that's a funny statement because she meant it when she said it. And for everybody's like, I hate that. Now, look, I, this is a clean show, as we all know. I won't use the word, but uh, I'm going to use um, a number two. I'm going to use the word number two. This food tastes like number two. You know, but we all know what I really mean. Uh, and uh, how would you actually know? Literally, how would you know unless you've had that previous? And that's what my daughter said. And that's a weird thing. I know it's a figure of speech, but for anybody who actually says it because they mean it, you're weird. That's a that's a weird. That's actually a weird, weird, weird thing to to know. You know, I mean, so so there so there's that people. So there's that. Uh, you know, but Valentine's Day is really coming up. I as an adult, I don't know the last time I got my wife something for Valentine's Day. I mean, you should like anybody listen. Right now, they're like, you don't get your wife flowers for Valentine's Day? No, but, like, she doesn't get me anything either. It's not that kind of deal. I don't get her stuff. She doesn't get me stuff. There's a lot of holidays, like, where we don't. She's like, eh, yeah, we don't need stuff. And I'm like, okay. And then we just don't. And, you know, maybe I should, but uh, that's it. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something, just because I've rambled on about those two subjects. Tonight was the Super Bowl. I I don't remember uh, Dr Pepper necessarily being a Super Bowl uh, sponsor. But I'm quite certain that they were a college football national championship sponsor. So, but watching the ads tonight, it, it reminded me because, you know, Pepsi was a sponsor. When I was a kid, do you guys remember uh, the plastic pop bottles? I mean, they still sell those. I don't drink pop anymore, but they still sell pop in a plastic bottle. But they had those screw tops that you could, you know, screw off back in the day. And they would have those... Uh, Different sweepstakes uh, on that particular uh, brand. And I screwed it off one day. And, and from a kid, I don't know, it's probably 17, 18. I screwed off a plastic bottle of Dr. Pepper. I screwed it off, and I won a year's supply of Dr. Pepper. And I was excited because back then, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper was my jam back then. Uh, I, I, I thought it was the greatest thing ever, which, by the way, right now, which is funny to say because I'm really, I'm, you know, I'm overweight and I'm chubby. You hear me say it every week. I haven't drank pop in probably like five years, like at all. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It's gross. It's disgusting. Period. It's just, I just don't like it. But I was a hardcore Dr. Pepper drinker and I sent it in and I was so excited. I don't know. I mean, is it going to come in crates? Am I going to get it at once? Uh, do I get these vouchers? I don't know how it works. Send it off, waiting to hear the update. Like, do I get it every week? Do I get it monthly? Do I get it yearly? You're going to send it at once? I don't know. Never got it. Never. Nobody ever responded. And back then, you sent the cap in the mail. So whatever. what other way would you prove that you had it? I mean, I guess you could take a picture. Uh, maybe a Polaroid. I think Polaroids were still a thing back then that long ago. Maybe there was a digital camera. Let me think. Well, just give me a second. Digital. I don't think so. No, I think it was a picture. You had to take a picture. <laughs> and I didn't. I had no other way to prove it. I got hosed. Won the cap. Your supply, Dr. Pepper. Never got it. You know what, Dr. Pepper? You suck, Dr. Pepper. That's that's you know, that's what I'm claiming now. I mean, it's unbelievable I never got it. These, peop these people at Dr. Pepper sponsoring all these major sports. You got the little guy out there buying your product every day, crossing their fingers. I open it with much excitement, just like Christmas on, on Christmas, like Santa Claus on Christmas Day. I open the lid. I look. It says, your supply of Dr. Pepper. You know, I get fired up. I th oh, look, I'm thinking about donating to charity. I'm donating to all my friends. I'm going to have so much Dr. Pepper. I mean, I plan on get at this, uh, what was I, 17 or 18, whatever I said. I mean, I was planning on having diabetes by the time I was 20 from the amount of Dr. Pepper I was going to drink. And they never sent it. They never sent it back. Really an unbelievable thing. Kind of hurt my feelings, to be honest. And, you know, um, thinking I was going to be a big deal because I won a year's supply of Dr. Pepper I never received. You know, you fast forward to now, however many years ago that was, 23, 24, whatever it is. This past weekend, and if you listen to the show, everybody knows I'm an announcer for the local high school, and uh, I'm doing a basketball game, and it's homecoming. 
And to be honest, I don't like to do homecoming because I don't like to, I don't like to read the script. I don't like to read this big manual because it's usually like nine pages. And at that time, you know, okay, so hold up. So during the game, during an actual game, when you're speaking, you probably could say anything in, in the PA system. You probably could mid game, especially if it's a close one. People are yelling back and forth. People are yelling at the rest. People are yelling at their kids. People are yelling at the team. I could say whatever I wanted for the most part. And literally, even though you can hear me over the speaker system, even though you can hear what I'm saying out loud, you can hear my voice. Nobody knows what I'm saying. Nobody's listening to what I'm saying. You just hear me speak because I've been doing it all game. So homecoming, I do not like because at those times, the entire gym hears what you're saying because there's no sound, there's no game, they're staring at the people. So when I'm reading the script, everybody is hearing me analyzing what I'm saying. And, you know, uh, am I the best reader? I don't know. Look, I do a fake announcer voice every game, which you've heard me say before. So I'm like reading this thing. I'm like, I don't want to say her name. I'm going to make up a name for the sake of the podcast. But you're like, Stephanie Daniels is, uh, you know, whatever I say. It doesn't sound that horrible. But I'm saying, like, I use this fake voice. Well, I don't want to stutter. Point is, everybody is listening. And it was one of the most um, significant moments of my life for podcast. Because I know people listen. I know people listen across the world. I know there's a lot more people that listen locally that listen across the country and the world. I mean, I'm not stupid. There's a kid. He's the, what do you call The ring bearer? Is that what you call the boy who walks the homecoming thing? Uh, flower growing ring bearer. I think the boy's a ring bearer. I think that's what they call it. Though there's no ring. Crown bearer. Crown bearer. Yep. That's what it's called for homecoming. And, uh, and I'm reading. Now, I haven't rehearsed the script, but I'm reading. And reading and reading and reading. I get to these little kids. I read the girl. Then I get to the boy. And I don't remember what all it said, but I do remember this. It said, he enjoys hunting and fishing with his dad and listening. Ready for this? And listening to the Life in Times podcast. This kid's nine years old. And his most favorite thing is to listen to the Life and Times podcast. And and all I could think when he when when I heard I read it I read it out loud. But I'm reading it, and it's my podcast. But I'm reading it to the to the community. And, you know, I had uh, I just thought this kid is ahead of his time. This kid probably is one of the smartest kids, uh, uh, literally, I mean, and of his time uh, to be that significant uh, of a kid and listen to. The Life and Times podcast. I was proud. I was a proud uh, not dad. I was a proud non dad when it happened, and uh, you know, big deal. I talked to the kid tonight, and and that's the thing. Once the kid this evening, Super Bowl Sunday. Once the kid this evening found out that I was a Tampa Bay fan when I walked into his house to watch the Super Bowl, he had a Mahomes jersey on, and uh, I walked in with Buccaneer stuff, and we talked back and forth. He took his Mahomes jersey off. He's like, you know what? Whatever you're into, I'm into. And I'm like, yes, yes, little kid. You're a Life and Times listener, and I'm going to call you out this week. So here it is. You just heard it. I mean, what what a proud moment for an adult uh, who 
has a uh, random podcast. There's a few people who listen to it, um, but for a little kid to be a fan, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's like uh, it's like Maxwell and Violet out there listening from day one. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, look, I'm excited that that it happened, and uh, don't want to ramble. Tom Brady, greatest of all time, whether you like it or not. As a Bills fan, I hate it. You know, before like couple last couple of years, maybe three years. So that's it. Uh, you know, anyway, exciting day. I just said an exciting day, but speaking of not an exciting day, my wife had a blowout in her car like Friday. Now I'm going to say it out loud. Some people, you call me lazy, whatever you want to call me. She had a blowout in the neighborhood, drove all the way home into the driveway. That was Friday. Saturday passed. The car set <laughs> with a flat tire in the driveway. And uh, I'm like, eh, whatever. I'll fix it later. <laughs> so I went out uh, yesterday. Today's Monday, by the way. Uh, so yesterday I went out and I unscrewed the lug nuts. I don't know if you, I've never had this happen. And I've talked to like two or three people, four or five people, um, based off of what today uh, had in store for me. And I don't know if you've ever had this happen because every person I talked to today were clueless. Like never, never had it happen. I, I removed the lug nuts and the tire wouldn't come off, but I got a bottleneck Jack. Is that what it's called? The bottle Jack, bottleneck Jack, whatever it is. Uh, The little tiny one where it's wide and then you pump it up and it comes narrow. Right. And so it doesn't, you know, for a vehicle that weighs 10,000 pounds, I'm assuming, I don't know what it weighs, but it's pretty heavy. I, I just wouldn't think that that would be the bottleneck jack. I wouldn't think that would be the jack that you wanted to use. And then my tire wouldn't come off, which meant I had to kick it. I had to keep kicking it and, and grabbing it and pulling on it and all that. And the bottle jack was swaying. And now, if that thing, if it fell off its jack and it fell on this tire, then I removed all the lug nuts and then it fell off and, and uh, I don't know, um... What do you call them? The bolts, the the bolts broke off. I mean, we're we're talking about major stuff here, so I was trying not to make that happen. But I I I try to remove this thing forever, and then finally, my neighbor, uh, who's more of a car guy than him, I I was like, hey man, um, have you ever heard of a rim not coming off the jack after you remove the lug nuts? <laughs> he was baffled. He was baffled. He's like, no. We kicked the tire for two hours, kicked it back and forth, had enough, put WD-40, put some kind of lubricant, uh, whatever it was, special lubricant. I forget what it calls itself. And uh, you kicked the tire. And then finally, and I, I wasn't the one. My neighbor, my neighbor did it. I wasn't the one who did this. And he kicked it, didn't work. And he finally got mad. And he said to me after the fact, I wasn't going to kick it one more time because it's not working. We've done this for 30 minutes. He kicked it that one last time, and it loosened up. Now, listen, I'm not a car guy, but have you guys ever, have have you ever heard of a seized-up tire after you remove the lug nuts? I mean, I'm 41. I've never heard of this in my life, and every person I called like, nah, I've never heard of it. (laughs) Like, I've never heard of it. I don't even know how it happens. But it happened today. This week, I went to lunch. Uh, sorry for the transition. <laughs> this, this week, I went to lunch uh, with my new boss. I think my new boss. I think it's what you call him. 
I work for him and his partner, two bosses. Maybe that's it. So we go to eat, and we're at this uh, restaurant locally uh, around uh, the Tulsa area, downtown Tulsa. And so we're in there, and we sit down and eat. And what's weird about when you see somebody that everybody knows, a local celebrity, a local newscaster, you sit down, you don't want to look at them, but to be honest, I've seen the guy a hundred times, but when he's sitting right beside me, I'm thinking, oh, that's him. I don't want to say the wrong name. So I looked up all the newscasters in Tulsa. I, I mean, it was a guy I knew that it was, but he, his hair was slightly different from what you see on the news. He actually has like a, like a Patrick Mahomes cut, if you know what his haircut looks like. Speaking of all night long talking about the Super Bowl, where he's got like a little, uh, what do you call it? Mohawk? A mohawk, but he goes all the way back down to his neck, not the one that cuts off at the top of his head. And so, I, you know, you don't see that on the camera because you only see his front view. So I was very confused. I'm like, that's got to be him. It's got to be this guy. But it is. It's a guy named Clay Loney. He sat right beside me. And, and, uh, and the reason that Clay Loney in Tulsa, for me, is one of the greatest uh, newscasters. He's the greatest newscaster ever. Um, I don't know his stories. I don't know where he came from. Well, I do just because I looked up Wikipedia, but I didn't know where I did not know where he came from. I don't know his background. I don't know anything about him. All I know is is that the news station that brought him aboard when he when he first got to Tulsa, they I mean they they had several commercials. They're like, we're I'll just say his name. We're inviting Clay Loney. To the news organization. Clay Loney comes here. Clay Loney's joining our organization. That's all I remember. I mean, it was like numerous commercials. But I tell you what, and this is not going to work for the uh, audio podcast, but for the YouTube, I'll, I'll try to do it while you can still hear me on the audio. So, uh, But I'll explain it because if you can't. The camera was to the left, and Clay Loney was looking at a 90 degree angle, like you could only see the side of his face. And this was the exact commercial. I never forgot it to this day. It made me laugh super hard. And, and to this day, I don't remember if anchorman came out before this or not. And this is it. Like we'd like to welcome clay Loney to Fox 23. And he's still looking off in the distance. Remember the cameras to the left catching the side of his face. And then he turned center camera like this. I'm Clay Loney. I'm looking forward to meeting you. <laughs> that was the commercial. And that was the commercial. And when I saw that commercial, it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. I, I mean, I literally, I laughed for 15 minutes because there was a side view of the side of his face. They're like, I'm Clay And he like turned, I'm Clay Loney. Uh, anyway. Funniest thing in my life. I don't know if that came off funny to you on this podcast, but it literally, I mean, you had to watch it. So I was eating the other day, and this is Clay Loney, which, by the way, I can't believe it's Clay Loney. So I had to, like, look it up to convince myself, well, yep, that's Clay Loney. And, um, yeah, I mean, he ate. Uh, just, by the way, for anybody listening who's local, the guy did actually keep his mouth closed while he chewed. While he chewed. I mean, it was, um, yeah, a good, good mannerly guy. 
Uh, did I film him? No, that's weird. Maybe I did, but I'm not going to say it, but maybe I probably did. And, uh, yeah, that was Clay Loney. And so I acted like I didn't know him I because that's the thing. I wanted to bring up, why did you look to the side on your first commercial, knowing what it was going to look like? You knew you were going to look like Ron Burgundy, but to this day, I don't remember if Ron Burgundy or Anchorman was out yet. And and if it wasn't, and if it wasn't, he invented that. He invented it, and Clay Loney was was the uh, what do you say? I just went blank. He the reason Anchorman exists because they watched the Clay Loney commercial. He was their inspiration. That was the word I was looking for. Clay Loney was the inspiration for Anchorman. It, now, I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but I'm just saying, if Loney got to Tulsa before Anchorman was made, Clay Loney was the inspiration for Ron Burgundy. I watched it happen live on those commercials. Man, it was funny. And anybody who's still around, look, tell me I'm not crazy. I know you remember this commercial. And I know Fox 23. I know you still have it. Uh, yeah, but I want, you know, that was it. So right. And I, and I act like I didn't know him because he act like he was in a serious conversation with a guy. He's clay Loney. Every place he goes in Tulsa, which is funny. He could go to Oklahoma city and nine people would know who he was, but he's in Tulsa. And every, if you walk down the street, you'd be like, ah, clay. So I know he thinks he's like a small time celebrity. So I didn't say anything to him, which is funny because after he left, it was like three, four people at the same time. Like, Dude, that was Clay Loney. I'm like, yeah, I noticed. And uh, I did notice. And I didn't record them. I may or may not have recorded them. Let's lean towards a may not, though we know the truth. Um, but I uh, didn't record them. For, <clears throat> and, um, but everybody knew it was him. Clay Loney's a hero. He's a modern-day hero where I'm at. Look up Clay Loney. If you don't know him, listen here, South Africa, New Zealand, Russia, Brazil, France. Where's that other one the other day? Philippines. Hey, look up Clay Loney, American hero. He's an American hero. Anyway, all right, look. Hey, I appreciate everybody listening um, to tonight's podcast. I probably will have better content next week, but it was the Super Bowl. I forgot what happened during the week because the Super Bowl trumped it all. I don't remember. I love everybody. Thanks for listening. By the way, put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. People, he's number one. Everybody knows it. And, uh, oh, for the sake of this one time, congratulations, Tom Brady. You're the greatest. Blah, blah, blah. Love everybody. Have a good night. See you next week. Uh, Not in the night, my bad. Have a good day. Week. Yeah, whatever. See you next week.